The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So over the years that someone does mindfulness practice, there are many benefits that come from it. And there's many benefits that come from mindfulness of breathing. The Buddha said mindfulness of breathing brings brings great fruit and great benefit. Many fruits and many benefits. And it's uh, quite uh, uh, rewarding, satisfying over the years of doing mindfulness of breathing to begin discovering all the ways in which it supports our lives, all the ways in which it becomes a mirror for ourselves and help us, helps us to see ourselves more deeply, how it helps us to become more focused and concentrated in what we're doing, to develop focus and concentration on breathing or any kind of meditative concentration and focus uh, makes us available for daily life to really stay focused on the task that we're doing and, um, and engage in a more uh, effective way and focused way and... and um, and um, and also it's a very a very helpful for memorization to learn things to uh, to remember things as the mind becomes more f- less filled with clutter and thoughts and distractions and and becomes settled and just really be able to focus on what's going on. Uh, the breathing is uh, stress reducing, and uh, as mindfulness as a whole can be. But as the practice goes deeper and deeper, or fuller and fuller, depending on the metaphor you like, there comes a time when uh, there starts to arise an exquisite uh, exuberance. Maybe that's too strong of a word. Sometimes the word in English that's used is, um, occasionally you see the word rapture arise. I've seldom used that word, but today I'm using the word exuberance some people use the word thrill to capture some of the qualities of this. And the Pali word is piti, P-I-T-I. And I prefer to translate it as joy. Um, so a kind of meditative joy that arises in the concentrating on anything at all. And um, it's a little bit confusing, this joy, for some people, because many people associate joy with something that's inherently delightful and enjoyable by itself. And why, how can the breathing be so enjoyable? You know, it's not a, you know, just a thing that comes in, brings in air and, and so forth. And, um, but part of what's exquisite about it is, um, is the exquisiteness of the mind that becomes organized, unified, harmonized, with only staying with the breathing, just kind of riding the breath. And it's quite likely that that kind of organized, harmonized, unified mind that really stays with air is a means by which uh, things, chemicals in the brain get released, like serotonin or different things that produce a kind of joy and happiness. But to say that is kind of reductionalistic, and maybe it doesn't... Uh, maybe mechanistic even. Um, And it feels like, when you do it, it feels like a much more kind of, like life has become full and complete and just like we're entering into this whole different world of, of, uh, uh, that's very 
rewarding or satisfying. Uh, in in uh, in Zen, sometimes they called so, uh, a self-fulfilling samadhi or self-enjoying samadhi. The samadhi, the absorption which enjoys itself, self-enjoying, and um, and it's, it takes a while to get there. But one of the things that's really helpful to understand is that as the mindfulness gets stronger and we start seeing more clearly our thinking, our attitudes, our beliefs. Um, uh, our reactivity, we start seeing also what we hold on to and what we clutter ourselves with and what we uh, are attached to even uh, unwillingly or uh, you know, against our wishes even, the way the mind latches on and holds on to things which are not really for, um, for our best. And, and to learn how to put those aside or not hold on to them or not be preoccupied by them and have a mind that starts feeling unpreoccupied, the mind that's open and available to, in a unified way, in a full way, have full attention to something very simple. A walking meditation, to be able to have full attention to the feet as they walk in a relaxed, open, soft mind where there's lots of space in the mind for to feel the exquisiteness of the, the feet coming down and on the floor and bending and uh, as it, be, it starts to lift up again. And um, People who don't meditate might think we're crazy we're talking about this kind of joy. But um, I think that I like the word exquisiteness because it's not any different than the exquisiteness of something that uh, people would recognize as being quite wonderful to watch and do and the exquisiteness of watching a great gym, gymnast. And really it's such a pleasure to watch it. And to feel that kind of just with the steps as we walk. Not because the steps are as skilled as a gymnast, but because there's something about really being there for it, really pulled into its world and sensing and feeling without the burden or the the clutter of um, these negative thoughts and criticism, doubts and desires and impatience and all this stuff. So it's not easy to quickly start feeling this meditative joy. But it is part of the territory of meditation. It's part of the range of possibilities that's there. And it felt important for me to offer it to you as, uh, as kind of like the, the, the overview of what mindfulness of breathing can be about. And uh, with a hope that if you know about this, that those times when you're on the edge of the possibility of opening to this kind of meditative joy, uh, that um, you'll recognize, say, oh yes, this is good. Maybe this is the time to turn up the corners of my lips a little bit. This is a time to really s- slide on the experience of breathing or stroke the breath like you're stroking a cat or be, st- be stroked by reality, by the universe, like, a, like you're the cat. Just kind of enter into and just absorb and, and, um, and uh, get absorbed in that experience of breathing. Now this is not a, a hedonistic tradition that the point is just to have lots of pleasure and lots of joy. In the teachings of the Buddha, this kind of meditative joy, meditative joy arises when we're starting to let go 
of the forces of suffering in us, forces of distraction, preoccupation, the hindrances. Um, it's kind of like a, it's a way station on the way to liberation. And as we start getting liberated in small ways, like liberated from the hindrances temporarily, because we're focused and in the present moment, then um, then uh, uh, some kind of feeling of satisfaction, joy, delight, happiness, well-being begins to surface. And that becomes a foundation to support us to become even more concentrated. Because then it's interesting, it's nice, it feels satisfying. Yes, this is good. And this movement of yes that can be part of meditation is easier to step into and say, yes, here, I'll stay with this. The mind wants to be with this. This feels good. And then the mind has a chance then in this greater involvement, unification around practice, to actually get quieter and quieter, stiller and stiller. And some of the uh, joy, the exuberance, fades away as well. And even some of the happiness and well-being fades away. But it isn't a loss because it's even more exquisite what follows. Often a wonderful feeling of peace, of tranquility, of equanimity. And again, the point is not to have peace, equanimity, and tranquility. That's the end point. And we're supposed to just now be a tranquil person going around the world. That itself happens to be a wonderful... Uh, staging ground, I don't know if that's the right word, uh, platform or s- stage of practice that supports deep, deep letting go. Some of the letting go of the deepest attachments we have. And this liberation is the a- end point of mindfulness of breathing. And, um, and, uh, and with liberation, I like to think that's not the end point either, just to be liberated people then the natural consequence of liberation is then to be available to serve the world. Not because it's a duty or we should. It's just, uh, of course you would. Of course, if you have no attachments of your own anymore, you're available to, to respond to the cries of the world and care for the world. When I was in Japan practicing, one of my Zen teachers said that everything you need to know about, Buddha, know about Buddhism can be discovered through meditation on breathing. Um, as I've said earlier and earlier, that not, not uh, meditation on breathing is not for everyone, but it is a pretty wonderful thing. And even if it's not for you, it still can have benefits for you. And you might just uh, dip into it from time to time and see what, what you can learn about yourself or learn about through this uh, somewhat, but, uh, occasional attention to breathing. Maybe even when you're standing in a store in a line. That's an interesting time to study it. So I hope this focus on mindfulness of breathing has been useful and engaging and, and uh, something that you could bring to your everyday life. And for the topic of today, enjoyment, maybe you can avail yourself or attune yourself to more of the small pleasures and joys of life and let that kind of massage you and work you and support you uh, as you go through your day and as you continue 
on this wonderful path of mindfulness practice. So may this day be a wonderful day of practice. Thank you.